Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hey there, Casey Boat here. Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. I am so excited because we finally get a break from Brett. We have TJ and Freddie in the house to break down everything from California. They'll cover Alex Bowman's win and what it means for his future, Harrison Burton winning his first career NASCAR race, and a major change coming on the next-gen car. Door Bumper Clear starts right now. I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. Oh, watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Go low. Go low. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, and uh, joining me today... Hey, what's up? Freddie Kraft, back in the house. We also have one angry pregnant woman. Oh my gosh, all I'm doing is eating Dunkin' Donuts. I don't understand what angry has to do with it. I mean, I heard Chad can't even sit down. (laughs) Okay, I'm not. I'm just walking in and filming from now on. We're we're no longer having the chit chat before. We're no I'm longer just discussing. Well, actually, it was already talking. recorded, so we could probably have a pre-show clip too. I know. Last week, Jason put in like a portion See? of the show that we hadn't even started talking about yet, or like we hadn't even started yet, and somehow it's in the show. It was so funny. it's weird how that works sometimes. Casey from now is, on, I'm just gonna shut my mouth, eat my Dunkin' Donuts in the parking lot. That's probably and, not gonna happen. Yes. Watch. <laughs> no way. Watch. No. Casey's um, going through all the stages of pregnancy. That's such a lie. I'm just eating hey, No, Dunkin I'm just donuts. saying you're, it's part of it. I don't think it's the fact that you're eating the Dunkin' Donuts as far as like the sneaky bites of Dunkin' Donuts that you're taking. Well, because right? there's five million cameras around and I was trying <laughs> to wanna, not get it in the shot. You want to see the best picture? Can't avoid them. No. Sorry. Do you want me to show them? TJ, you have to delete all the pictures <laughs> that you bite. Oh, my God. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> You guys are the worst. Don't worry. He won't tweet them. You're making fun of me. That's not fair. I won't tweet it yet. Jay, I'll wait. Jason with the backhanded comment right there. I'll wait till right before you have the baby. And then, like, right after you have the baby, you know, it'll just flood it out with the baby picture. So. You guys are seriously the worst. I thought it was going to be a better show because we had the break from better. Brett. This like, is going to be. Brett's not here. I mean, that is a miracle. That's a great Monday. Let me tell Monday. you something. Thank God. Brett is not here because if he was going to come home last night, the Stuart Haas plane broke down again <gasps> and they just got home like oh, like an hour well. or two ago. So he would have been on that plane and he would have been oh, even more miserable than normal. That upsets me that he wasn't on it. I know. I wish he was. But then you have to listen to him about it all the time. Yeah. And it like, just gets so old. I thought about bugging him because I have some work questions for him and I was going to text him at like six in the morning. You should. His time. His time. But I didn't want to piss him off. He'll be all right. Yeah, you should have um, done it. Before I forget, even though Jason was kind of rude, we have producer Jason. When was I rude? Hey, guys. How, when <laughs> was I rude? What What did Jason What did do? I do? I mean, he put things in the show that were... I asked you about it first. <laughs> I've well, also noticed ex- uh, Jason slowly tweeting more stuff about the Dell Jr. download. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he, he's I'm slowly creeping that way. It's I'm pretty just, obvious, Jason. <laughs> Just proud of that the work. Dil- but the Dillner Jason download. I tweet DBC Dilner, first anyway. The Dillner Schultz download. <laughs> DJD, Dillner Jason download. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sit next to Junior. No, I want to. I want to. Freddie tweeted about it, too. Hey. Why aren't you bugging him? You want to go stand I want to do this is Rick Maz. Rick Maz is a badass. Yeah, yeah that cool. was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. We actually, I, I told us a little in the tweet, but like we went to um, Atlanta for my birthday, and I guess his son either works for the Braves or for the stadium. 
And uh, we had just tweeted. It was like me, Brett, my wife, uh, Doug Campbell, a couple of us head down to Atlanta. And uh, we had just tweeted like, hey, we're road trip in Atlanta. We're going to watch the Mets Braves for my birthday. Rick reaches out on Twitter, gets us hooked up with his kid. He tells us all the cool spots to go in the stadium. Then he says, like, there's a, uh, I forget what it's called, like the battery, I think, across the street. Yeah. He told us to go in the battery, gave us a couple of cool bars to go in there. So, it was, I mean, just out of the blue, didn't know Rick Mass from a hole in the wall. And he just was like, hey, do this, do this, do this, hooked him up with Ricky. And we had a blast. That's yeah. awesome. One thing I've noticed Rick Mass has done is he has taken to social media a lot. Like, he's a he's just gotten into it and grasped, you know, grasped it and... He tweeted a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, and I think Junior touched that out on the show with him. Like, it's really cool for fans. Like, obviously the oh, drivers yeah. today are on there, but like to have somebody from that era—that's what on I'm Twitter, saying. You, you know, get to like, know Rick a little bit. Yeah. And he's he's funny, man. I really uh, enjoy following him on Twitter. California, yes. I couldn't even get there without almost dying. Okay, we we take sure. off, and well, first we get on the plane. And they say we got a minute, a couple minute delay here. We got to fix a little hose on a plane on the. And like the AC unit or some stuff. So we five minutes late taking off. We get up. So now we start climbing, and I'm, I don't know, all of a sudden I'm like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, am I so fat that I can't, I'm out of breath just sitting here now? Like, is this where am I at in my life? So uh, next thing we know, we like fall out of the sky. We were at 20,000 feet. We went straight to 10. The cabin wouldn't pressurize. So we had to go back to Statesville. And I would have been fine, except for the fact that our flight attendant was freaking out like freaking out like goes back and tells the guys how to get the exit windows open goes to the kid in the front seats telling him how to help her open the front door tells me to put my seatbelt on i'm like i've been on this plane for four years and i've never had anybody tell me to put a seatbelt on what is going on and the pilot came on he's like hey, we're all good he's like we just couldn't really pressurize the cabin so we just got to fly ten thousand feet to get back to statesville and we'll fix it and, and take off again and we were what was wrong but, uh, the same. Well, I guess whatever they fixed didn't take, so they just had to do it again. But I mean, we were back in Statesville five minutes, took off, and we had no problem. But like, she was had me in mass panic because she was shake. She's on the phone, like trying to talk, give us announcements. First, she goes, "We're going back to Statesville." And I don't know why, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's comforting, right?" Great. But yeah, well, so Brett did ask us to have you talk about the prank that you you guys <laughs> pulled on clint at hooters <laughs> so uh, me and brett were off on saturday and we went to hooters for lunch and qual- clint qualifies on the pole which is like i don't know happens once every 25 years i think so well, it's different now though so, yeah it's different now now you don't want to be on the pole so that's probably why he's got a couple of the last couple of years but um so we tell our waitress clint calls and he's like oh what are you guys at? Well, come stop by so he stops by, and we tell the waitress, hey, there's a guy coming to sit down. You know, he's going to come in here and sit down, act completely normal at first, you know, take his order, whatever. And then after a little while, come back over and say, are you Clint? So she does. So now Clint gets there, and uh, we give her some other lines to maybe tell him. So uh, <laughs> she gets there. He gets there. She comes over, gets his order, goes back. Like 10 minutes later, she comes by. She goes, are you Clint? And Clint's obviously Clint. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how's it going? She's like, how the f- did you get a pole? <laughs> and, uh. and he's like, it's, I've known this guy three or four years. Brett's known him forever. It's the only time in my life I've ever seen him completely speechless. He's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and then she just, we, me and Brett were crying laughing. I mean, it's probably one of the things where you had to be there to be Did you not funny. video it? No, we. Could, I didn't know when she was coming back. Uh, like I, I wanted to, but like, it, we we missed the opportunity there. But it was I was dying laughing. It was that's terrible. pretty funny. Oh my god! And Did it was just so perfect because of how, like how she the waitress played it off perfectly. Like so, it's like she didn't like do it. Like it was she knew the setup yeah. right away. Like she came by like somebody told her. You know, damn it was man, so funny. So you missed a. Oh, it would have been a damn. You know, America's uh, funniest obviously. Videos. Obviously, you guys have seen Clint. He's not left speechless very often. Oh, my God. I mean, just the look on his face. Like, he was getting ready to be like, you know, this girl's like, hey, yeah, are you yeah, Clint? Clint? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, how the F did you get a pole? And I'm, I'm like, oh. like, And we were trying our hardest to, like, keep a straight face. And once she said it, like, the way she said it and delivered it, I could I was like, I couldn't. I lost it. So she did a really good job. Oh, she killed it, man. It was awesome. Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's uh, anytime you get Clint speechless, you've done something. <laughs> Clint's normally not speechless. So, uh, so what do we else? What do we got going on this week? 
Well, well, how was the on-track portion? I feel like we talked a lot about I don't, I don't think either one, <laughs> one of us want to talk about it, to be honest with you. That's exactly why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> I we didn't ran, know. You I mean, we ran okay. We ended up 12th. Um, we were in inside the top 10 most of the beginning part of the race. We just swung from one side to the other. Uh, I'm not really sure. We went, we fought loose and tight, all, you know, different runs. And um, just never really had a, a good balance. Just couldn't, couldn't, uh hit on anything there which happens sometimes i mean it's part of it so i feel like 12th pretty decent still to be frustrated with a 12th pretty good yeah so we yeah. um build on that we ran qualified decent and it seems like every time you qualify decent now like you're you're almost expecting yeah. not to run well like if you if you qualify better than you expected it's it's almost like oh god what's like wrong clint like clint, yeah, clint being on the pole he's probably worrisome i think he said right in his interview like after qualifying yeah last time i was on the pole last year i was, I was 50th on lap five so like <laughs> it is what it is it's you know it's just the yeah. basis of you know your car being trimmed out versus racing good and uh i think that i don't know we we were too tight to start so i don't know if we were worried about that and and you maybe were pretty decent in practice i thought yeah we were we were like top 15 cars, which is good for us in practice. We were decent. We could run around guys that were probably a little better than us. Yeah, I saw you racing with and, some guys um, in practice. And and I think that they just kind of maybe were worried about that, you know, because usually when they're trimmed out, they, they're super loose in traffic. So I think maybe we overcompensated a little bit for that, and we were too tight to start. And then we just got caught on that one caution. where We pitted, and the yellow came out. We got trapped an extra lap down, and we just fought that all day long. We should have probably ran 20th to 21st, 22nd, something like that. And I think we ended up like 27th just because we were trapped a lap down behind guys we shouldn't have been racing with. But yeah, it was all right. I mean, you can you definitely see a little bit of improvement with the Chevy still. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you can the, definitely I, see that the, the 88 obviously is dominant this week, and I mean he sh- probably should have won last week too if they don't get that caution. I mean, he was the nine, Blaney. nine, the nine 24 was, was up. 24 yeah. was good. 88 was good. So. Uh, they're definitely, I mean, I, they got a new nose this year as well. So that's probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. probably helping them out a little bit. And, uh, I think, um, solid run for Reddick. Yeah. Really good. He was up there dicing up he, inside the top eight there. Yeah. He could, uh, he could rip the top really well, which has been his MO recently for the last couple of years, especially, you know, you go back to like Homestead for them championship races yeah. and stuff. Like he was up there rim riding early and, and was making it work pretty well. Yeah. I think he ended up. Did he end up 11th? I think he was like 11th or 12th, yeah. Somewhere he was in right. There. We were 12th, and he was oh, in front so of yeah. us. So yeah. He was 11th. P11. Yeah. That's, P11. Pretty, uh, that's pretty good for Reddick. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I for, mean a, for that deal, yeah. Like last year, like obviously we're an RCR car or affiliate, whatever you want to call it. And last year, like you could look on our deal. I mean, we kind of had like a, a running joke about a group photo because like you could always see our cars yeah, were together. Like always together, like same half a straightaway. And like th- that was all of them, the three, the eight. 43 into 13. Yeah. And now, obviously, he's running. I don't even know where Austin ended up yesterday. He was probably, like, just inside the top 20, I think, I would say. Like, back half of the top 24th. 20. 24th. Oh, 24th. Yeah. Not quite. So, there you go. So, that's 10, 11 Man, that's, spots, whatever. That's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, and and we we talked about this last year or in the offseason show about Reddick's going to put pressure on Austin Dillon to perform now because – you know yeah. what you're getting out of Tyler Reddick. He's balls to the wall, ripping the top, whatever he can do every he's lap. He's going to have mistakes. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to make I think mistakes. He'll, I think the average will end up being really close to each other because he'll make mistakes that Austin won't make, but he's going to have higher peaks, I think. Yeah, he's going to have more speed, I think, overall yeah. speed. This weekend ought to be interesting with the it's the new um, – we talk about that, Jason? Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, what do you think, baby what else, mama? Um, I heard they're, are they testing today. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I think um, – I think there's another test. Uh, what do they call it? Next gen. Next gen. Next gen. Yeah, I think there's another. I think there's a. Any uh, any rumors coming out of that one? The next gen car. I don't know. We heard a rumor this weekend that there may be uh, maybe getting ready to talk about going to one lug nut on that on that deal. Interesting. Um, not a huge fan. Like an Indy car type. Yeah, thing. like an Indy car single lug. So. I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to disagree on this uh, just for the fact that, like, I don't know that you need the super fast pit crew guy. You, I know you, you do, but I think that this is going to be setting up for a way for them to eliminate pit crews, like making it a pit crew member, like a roster member, having to do this for everybody. So another way of really cutting costs th- for teams. Yes. I think, that, I think that's where this is going. That's why I'm, I'm not a fan of it on top of the fact that, I mean, we race stock cars. And there are no stock cars in the world that I know of, especially not around here, that are Chevrolet, 
Toyota and Ford that have a single lug nut. So I, I can't imagine the OEMs are real thrilled about this, considering they are pushing for the you know these body styles will be stock appearing, um, and now you're going to have a single lug wheel. But you know, obviously, it is what it is. I, I just think that the way it's going is is setting up for them to try to eliminate these pick crew members. And obviously, anytime we talk about people losing their jobs in our sport, it's it's a it's a bad deal. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're. I think they've already trimmed that as much as they might have wanted to for now, because uh, you're still gonna have a jack man. You're still gonna have a jack man, and you're still gonna probably have to have a tire changer, a tire carrier, of some sort. Yeah. Um. So what is it now? Five. Right now it's five. Four. No, jack it's man. Five. Jack five. man. Two changers and one carrier. A gas man. Five. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I think. I almost feel I I don't really I don't know anything, but I almost feel like they're done adjusting the roster now. I mean, five pit crew members is pretty low, yeah, I, compared to what it used to be five seven years ago. That's pretty low. I yeah. mean, but I, but I, when you think about so, the struggle that a lot of teams are having and the conversations with the RTA that like between NASCAR and the teams, I like that is a goal of theirs, obviously, to make it more affordable and more competitive. So I wouldn't be surprised if that really is long term. Like I don't know if they would make that change right now, but. If they're trying to, I could just see them. I think that they're just trying to make it so that they're gonna they're gonna try to limit. I feel like one day they're gonna try to limit it to where it's your your A team guys are going over the wall. Like like maybe yeah. give you an extra couple guys, but it's and it's if it's that for everybody, you know, you know, some of these guys picker guys, you know, can do both. You know, what I mean, there's like a guy like Ryan Flores is a fabricator at Penske. Yeah, you know, what I mean, so you you, you can have guys that do that. I, but the reason I say I don't know if they'll get rid of all together because there's um. I mean, a lot of these teams, the bigger teams, have built, I mean, complete training facilities for oh, these yeah. guys and stuff. And to basically say, no, nah, you don't guys need, you don't need that anymore. Yeah. Or you need it for two people. You know what I mean? So, oh, I know. I you're just, still going to have a, you're still going to have to have some sort of quick athlete. Like, like me and you ain't going to run on the front of that car. At least you're not. I mean, we can uh, run. I mean, it's gonna, <laughs> we could. It's just going to be about 20 I mean, you're still going to have slower. to get around the car quick. You're still going to have to get over oh, there. Yeah. And, and there's still going to be a quickness thing to it. Yeah. But if you, if you, if you eliminate these, you know, quote unquote athletes from it, it's still, it's it's even. You know what I mean? It's not like some guy gets to have an athlete. And How some much guy quicker doesn't. do you think a pit stop would be? I don't quicker? even. Not much. That's what I was thinking. Maybe three, three Maybe seconds. Tenths, I mean, like yeah, like yeah, if that, because you're not. The amount of time it hits them to like hit I know, one those lug, guys hit, that, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Them, like, there's still going to be a speed thing to yeah. it where you. I mean, you're still going to have to have a good rhythm with a crew to go over there and if they've already got down to five guys i mean that's pretty low yeah so i just know talking to some of the some of like some of the guys that i know that do that stuff they're worried about their jobs if they go yeah. to a single lug yeah yeah for sure but other anything else with that car uh, who's driving william byron yep i think so so that's almost everybody's or every kind of team now has been represented i think right or all the major teams anyway or I think I every manufacturer's had a driver run. I don't think uh, Stuart Haas hasn't had anybody, have they? But they've had a Ford. They had a... Well, the Ford, does, there's only one car, I think, or I don't know, there might be multiple now, but I think everybody's been driving the same car. Yeah, I think it's the same car because they're still working on details of it. I, I don't really, I don't know, though. I don't know a whole lot about that new car at all, really. Really, yeah. I mean, you've seen pictures and stuff, and I don't... Just I, from the test, I tried yeah. to talk about... I tried to ask people about, like, the way it drives and stuff, and uh, I think Austin equated it to a super late model, which I don't know how much super late model driving he's ever done, but yeah, it is what know. it is. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll all find out together. All right. Well, before we get started, we, of course, need to talk about our incredible presenting sponsor, OfferPad. TJ. Pretend you're going to sell your house on OfferPad.com. Let's name me a couple of unique features your home you will tell OfferPad. I mean, I lived there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm converting to a smart home. Oh. What's that? At least say? something in your house is smart. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Epoxy my garage floor. Oh. That's very nice. <laughs> is that yeah. it? I especially got I mean... Yeah, that's Come on. really, I mean, I don't have a disco ball or... <laughs> well, you've got to list those things, and I'll list my big-ass couch yep. at my bar garage, but luckily, it only takes five minutes to fill the form out on OfferPad.com. And when I fill out the form, I will select the podcast option in the How Did You Hear About Us question, right? You damn right. And then just 24 hours, you receive an offer for your home. It doesn't get any easier than that. Then I will take a screenshot of my submitted home and tweet it to you to get my OfferPad DBC 
t-shirt. Absolutely. Be like TJ and go submit your home right now on OfferPad.com. What is OfferPad? Well, put simply, we're your online home buyer. OfferPad is the modern home selling solution with a personalized human touch that lets you skip all the traditional headaches. We buy your home from you so you can move forward the moment you're ready. We've had the pleasure of helping thousands of happy home sellers, and we'd love to help you. Getting started is easy. Go to OfferPad.com, enter basic information about your home, and the next day, we'll send you a great offer. It's free, and there's no obligation. Why is OfferPad? pad the better way because we give you what traditional selling can't certainty and control selling to offer pad means no showings you pick your closing day and we'll even move you locally for free we have a 94 satisfaction score and a a plus bbb rating for a reason it truly is a better way so start thinking about where you want to live next get excited about making that move with OfferPad, you're sold go to offerpad.com and request your free purchase offer today OfferPad, move freely First topic, 15 different drivers have scored a top five in the first three races for the first time in modern era history. And that's a credit to Reddit. Uh, spot on, spot off, Freddie. Old Reddit, man. They come up with some stuff, don't they? Like, Weren't they the ones that got Harvick in trouble a couple years ago with the roof caving in? Think it's related yeah. to Tyler? <laughs> Close. They spell it differently, though. Uh, 15 drivers. So, I mean, obviously it's spot on for parity purposes, but the numbers are kind of skewed. Uh, Daytona, obviously one of them, kind of a mess at the end. Guys finishing up front that don't know what we do. Last week, same thing. You know, guys stay out. Guys at that last caution get up in top 10 that don't normally get up there. So this week is a little more accurate. Um but, I mean, spot on. For The more competitive we can make everything, obviously, the better off we'll be. Yeah, spot on. I mean, it makes it gives everyone a, it's a good shot in the arm at the beginning of the year to run good. Um, but, like Freddie said, it's definitely with the wrecks at Daytona and uh, the pitting at, at Las Vegas really, really jumbled the fields up. But I anticipate, um, you know, the who, who's going to start showing speed more, rising to the top. You know, you're going to start seeing some – frequent guys up there um i think the most frequent guy we've seen up there right now is blaney yeah he, he literally could have won it he, he's been within like five laps of winning every race this yeah year. i mean yeah. maybe not this week but yeah i mean yeah. The, the, it's close yeah i mean like, he led for a while and if, if, if he gets back in the lead before yeah. I, you know he might hold on to the end but he sure. could have easily won daytona easily won last week and was in contention to win again this he was week. gonna be in the top three. Oh yeah no matter what so great start for him yeah Point leader. Next one. Joe Gibbs Racing cars were caught with an illegal piece on their noses at Las Vegas and didn't get fined or receive a points penalty. How about you, Brett? Or, wow. <laughs> hey, Brett, what do you think? <laughs> TJ. Hold on. Let me call him, see if he's awake. I don't wow. think he's up yet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know what exactly was going on there, and I know NASCAR has been pretty strict when they find something, you know, they don't like, so... Uh, I mean, I, I trust NASCAR's judgment on stuff. They, if they don't like something, they for sure let you know it. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's affected their performance or not, but you know, I uh, I know NASCAR when they do see something, they're they're pretty pretty vocal about it. And uh, shoot, I mean, even the points penalty, like thirty seven, forty seven this weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm spot on for the fact that I, they must have found some kind of gray area where this wasn't. A, like an illegal offense because like we've seen this week with the 4737 they they must have broken a rule that was clearly defined in the rule book or maybe got added after this deal with Gibbs last week to where you know they both their crew chiefs got ejected they're getting a penalty you know I've seen a lot of people kind of outrage about uh, the Timmy Hill deal Timmy Hill got a 75 point penalty a much harsher penalty but I, I seen I think it was Pockers tweeted that the, the, the rules are a lot more strict because of the composite body in the Xfinity series. So like that deal is it's 
lot, you know, the guidelines are a lot stricter, you know, because, you know, everything's got to be the same. So I think that that was the the difference in the, the 75 point penalty versus the no penalty or even the 10 point penalty that the 37 and 47 got this week. But uh, I mean, spot on to them if they found some kind of loophole. I mean, I'm sure there's conspiracy theories out there that, you know, these guys are, you know, highest paid, you know, highest uh, earning team in the sport. So that's why they're getting away with stuff. But I don't I don't buy into that. I just uh, I think they must have just found a gray area that was undefined in the rule book, and I'm sure it's changed now. Okay. Actually, look, I'm looking at tweets from last weekend. It does look like they actually lose Hamlin, Bush, and uh, Bell lost 10 points and started the reader. Oh, did they lose the field points? I didn't know they lost points. I didn't think so. Brett suggested that topic, but now I'm looking back. So maybe yeah, they, he, I was going to say because they did have to, to start from way the to back, to but Brett. I wasn't sure way to listen to Brett. if there was a different purpose. He's usually right. Yeah. But yeah, so. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's right. He'll tell you he's right. Yeah, and he'll argue until you just say he's just right. Give so up. he'll stop. It's yeah. okay. You don't have to put up a front. He's not here, so you and don't have to like, be on for, his side. He's, he's sticking up for his boy, Kyle. I said he. Uh, whatever. That, yeah, but, uh, uh, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, you can say all you wanted, but that you know wasn't a big deal. But that when they got caught that week, we raced around the 18 and the 11 all race long and yeah. 15th, 20th, something like that. So. I mean, whatever they got caught with that day definitely had the only they one were that, struggling. The only one that didn't get caught was a 19, and he happened to be up front. So I don't know if he just got through with whatever got caught yeah. or didn't have it to begin with. But there, there was definitely an issue there somewhere. It seems like, and this week, he didn't even qualify. Yeah, and it, you know, car chief got sent home. So and the uh, who like, was it? It's like, like the, every week now. The 11 and the 20 qualified like. Deep, like twenty fifth yeah. at back. I think Teens something like or that. Later, it was yeah. it was worse than that because I think they were like Lajoy qualified them. Like uh, I was yeah. like, oof. But they could have yeah. just been making their stuff drive better. But they still weren't that great. I don't think in the race. But yeah, whatever. Interesting. Spot on, spot off. Harrison Burton win, wins his first career NASCAR race on Saturday after saying, "I got told I couldn't do it." How about you, Freddie? Who t- does we do we know who told him this? Or he was saying from social media, people just kept uh, tweeting him and saying he didn't uh, say that one specific. You got to ignore the haters. Yeah, you got to get off social media yeah. with that stuff. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you can you can stay on there. You just can't take it to heart. These people are are harsh. Just well, they're just trolls looking for you to respond to them. Yeah, so, as they wants a response. Um, spot off for Harrison. Obviously, great job by him. Uh, man, I thought he was starting to give it away at the end. He he kind of started moving his line around a little bit, and then finally got back up to the top and got settled in. And, and and finished it up. But, man, I cannot watch his mom watch a race. They need, like, a Xanax sponsor or something over there. She is on the chip from lap yeah. one. I don't know how she does it, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and I don't – I mean, it's it's so much. Like, it's not just, like, uh, 10 seconds here. It's, like, we've seen minutes of it. Yeah. Like, it's all – It's Like, it's nonstop. Like, I'd want to see race cars. <laughs> but – you know, spot on for Harrison, man. That's good for him to get up there and and uh, in good equipment there. You know, I, I, for some reason, him and Todd really struggled there at KBM. And I don't know what the reasoning was. I don't know if maybe they just didn't match with the crew chiefs or something. But um, they really, really struggled there a little bit. Um, it's good to see them. You know, I think Todd. I think Todd's in a good spot in the trucks to, you know, rebound maybe and um obviously harrison is as well so spot on for harrison uh i think for winning that i think it's pretty cool how this the xfinity series has started off this season where multiple race winners multiple winners you wouldn't have expected i mean i feel like it could be anybody's race yeah i'm telling you right now yeah damn, the xfinity feels good the truck feels good too i have had more fun the last couple of weeks watching ryan sieg race yeah I and i mean he's got to be damn close to the point lead i mean he's i mean he's, he's been good like yeah. in the top five i don't know where he ended up at daytona but he's been in the top five every week since then. i've really enjoyed i mean all the races but the there's a lot of good trucks now like, yeah there's a really good like fifth to 15th section right now and uh you know the xfinity has a lot of a lot of young names in it too so I think it's cool to have. Yeah, uh, you got a lot of like uh, what I like about the Xfinity series now is you always, like the the top tier teams don't have as many cars in the series, so yeah. you get a lot of stories like a Josh Williams that finished in the top ten this week. You don't also have the uh, now it's this is guys turn to shine. They're not getting beat by Cup guys right yeah. now. This is if Briscoe is going to become a Cup guy, this is his time. Yeah, if any of these guys are going to graduate out of the Xfinity series, now is the time. Yep. Yeah, very impressive. Spot on, spot off, and I cringed at this one. Angela Ruck blames her husband for taking her phone and tweeting angry an angry reply to Parker Kligerman. So Angela started her uh, 
or this is the, where she said her husband oh, tweeted you're gonna have to, you're gonna edit on the yourself. night before. I blew a tire. The difference or difference between me and you, little is I make my own path. In fact, you do not. If you do not shut your trap, I will slap your little ass. Sad little fellows that no one dated in high school. And then Angela tweeted Saturday morning. <laughs> wow, where do I start? Obviously, a tweet that was sent from my account last night that caused a bit of a stir. Truth is, my husband Mike responded from my phone. He was pretty upset with the comment from Parker. I probably would have handled it a bit different, lol, but I love the support. I would be pissed. I'm sorry. If Chad were to do something like that. <laughs> Let oh. me tell you something. I don't think that this guy did this. <laughs> I don't. I think a bottle of wine might have done this. It's entertaining. <laughs> um, it's something. It, I was. I didn't think it was real when I first read it. I was like. I thought it was a fake account. For I a didn't second. think it was real. And I was yeah. like, is this really? I mean, this just goes along with the TV show and everything else. So, Oh, that's a, it's all it is. The only part that I don't get is uh, Parker doesn't. I don't remember any other Kligermans racing before Parker. No. So Parker has pretty much done his own. I remember going to Phoenix. This is probably almost 15 years ago, maybe maybe a little less than that. And they were running these midget cars there. And I, I saw Parker there in his own midget, working on his own car, had long hair. Um, you know, and I've he's worked his way up through the ranks. I don't know his background or anything. I don't know if he had support or, or family or something. But to me, they are really close to being in the same boat, fam, or maybe family. Well, I don't know his family. I mean, yeah. did, they have, did they come from any business or anything? I, or? I, I I, I don't know. I can't. I can't speak to it. I think that they have a little bit of money, but I don't. It's not nothing. What what she's got. But I mean, like, you know, both trying to break into the sport like that. You know, uh, to me, it's same, very similar backgrounds. Then, so uh, both trying to make a path. But you know, this is why you don't shouldn't like if you're gonna be like that on social media, just don't do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, I the, mean. The, the the fact of the matter is Parker Kligerman probably has more talent in his pinky than Angela Ruck does, and what you know he's he's probably feeling upset because he's on the sidelines watching now where where he got in that seventy five truck the last couple of years and overperformed over everybody yeah, that ever well. drove it you know what I mean he was in the top well. ten every race he was contention to win the plate races so now he's sitting on the sidelines obviously got a TV gig. But uh, you know, you know, he wants to be in the seat. Um, you know, he drove that '96 some last year, and obviously that ride went to Suarez this year. So obviously he's probably a little frustrated. See something like that happen, which I, in in Angela's defense, it did look like going back and watching that she did blow a tire. When I was watching it live, I thought she just spun out leaving pit road. Yeah. But she has also done some dumb things on the racetrack. You know, as far as being, when she's getting lapped and stuff like that. I will say this though: I've seen worse. Oh yeah, she's not terrible. I've seen I mean, worse. she's not awful, but yeah, I've seen worse. So, but she's but. not even in the same realm of the world as Cla- uh, Parker Kligerman. Yeah, and I don't so know. just like he probably didn't need to even step no, on, no, step across he, that like line. I said, he, so. Like I said, he probably regretted it after all this stuff blew up. But I'm sure it's just frustration on his part, and and I get that. But uh, for, obviously, like, it's frustration on her part. <laughs> some of the just some of the, and then if you go back, like so, then she started an account, I guess, for her husband. Yeah. And then he went back, and he is fighting with every internet troll there is on there. Like just war of words. Oh my god! Just it's. But like you said, it's all about the TV show. I'm sure they're just trying to get exposure for themselves. So <laughs> I'm sure it's working because we're talking about them. But uh, God, I don't know. All right. Well, let's see what's coming up this week on the Dale Jr. Download. Hey, this is Matthew Dillner. And this week on the Dale Jr. Download, we're going to unwrap a lot from this week's race. Plus, we'll have one of the most interesting men in all of motorsports, car owner and American badass, James Finch, joins the download. Get your red solo cup ready and listen. Let's go in the fast lane. Three racing questions. One off the wall question. 30 seconds to respond to each. Only 30 seconds. How are you going to stop some talking? Good luck. Fast lane. First question. With Alex Bowman's contract with Hendrick Motorsports up at the end of the year, how does Sunday's victory impact his status and what does he need to do this season to be back in the ride next year? TJ. He needs to be a factor in the playoffs. Uh, this win right now, make sure you're in there now. But now it's time when we get to the playoffs, it's time to perform. So, And that's not just with him. That's with anybody. 
you know, with an expiring contractor or looking to make a statement, um, you know, you can you can run good now, but now's not. Yeah, it's great, get your momentum going and stuff. But man, it's you know, when playoff time comes, that's when you need to be hitting your stride. Yeah, I mean, win, 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 win when it counts. Just keep performing. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before on here. There is a lot of people with expiring contracts this year. A lot, and there's a. I mean, right now the 88 is not even the most talked about opening at Hendrick. I mean, everybody's you know the question rumors out there who's in the 48. So I mean, everybody's out. Like it's like half the field is racing for their lives right now, and then you just got to perform at the highest level every time you can. Do you think that having one the knowing that there's actually an open spot at Hendrick next year actually helps Alex because of especially who's potentially going to take his ride? Like wanting to, I think it'll put to... pressure on him to perform. Like I think he'll step his game up. That's that's what it does to these guys. That's how you decide if you want him or not. This guy's under the under the spotlight right now. He's winning races, but when it comes to playoff time, is he in that top five? Is he running for a championship? I think if Alex Bowman gets to Homestead, he has another contract. Yeah, if, if you for sure if you um, if you don't perform, yeah, I mean this sport, it, like it don't matter. There's there's. 20 guys lined up behind you. Yeah, and especially someone our, else is going to look better. Uh, yeah, especially in our sport where, where money talks a lot of times and they don't really have a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you don't perform, you're, 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 you're looking over your shoulder a lot. A lot of these guys are to switch spots. So you'll, you'll see teams make a change, and maybe, it, maybe one driver is going to go somewhere and have more success just because it just blends better. You never really know until you get to the racetrack and you start racing and see how things work with each other. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's under the spotlight, and – off to a great start, but need to see it continue. Next question. With three laps to go on Sunday, Ryan Blaney pitted from second after wearing out his right rear tire and finished 19th. Was pitting the right call, or should Blaney have stayed out and hung on for the final laps? Freddie. Uh, pitting was the right call, I think. Um, he tried to back up. He was he had just lapped us with about 10 or 12 to go, and and started backing up, and I didn't know what was wrong. We went back by him, and then he backed way up, and he was—he just obviously got to a point where he didn't feel comfortable with it no more, and and had to come in. I seen when he's coming down pit road, you see the tire dragging behind the car. So I mean, it must have been shredded pretty good. And at this at that place, you can't you can't risk anything like that. You know, you never know what'll happen. You spin out, and somebody could clean you out or, or get in the fence. So I, 100% pitting is the right call there. Yeah, he's still the point leader, and why take a chance at wrecking that car? You know, you know, you have a good car, even though we don't go back there. Uh, I think they had a successful day. They they uh, got a ton of stage points, so their day was already pretty good. I mean, it was already uh, a solid day. I think he outpointed everybody still throughout the day. So, And there was enough cars at that point that were a lap down, I think, where it, it didn't – where did he end up? I think he was like 18th. Yeah, I mean, that's not – for having a flat tire, that's not bad, really. Yeah. And there, there was a lot of them at the yeah, end. Yeah, right call for sure. The reduced downforce package for short tracks and red courses will debut this Sunday at Phoenix. How do you think it will change the racing from what Phoenix produced last year? Oh, man. I really don't know yet. I'm hoping to see some guys. We stand right above turn one and two, or three and four now. I'm hoping to see some guys go down there and have have to catch it. You know, we, we haven't seen uh, guys back in the day. You, sh- you could see guys enter corners and ha- actually – get loose in and have to drive like really drive them um i don't know what this is going to do that but uh i guess we'll find out i, I mean nascar is trying to make it make mean, these drivers have to work you know and most time when these guys are fighting these cars it's great races so i'm really hoping for a you know for a pretty drastic change here and um see these guys wheeling it yeah, I mean, hopefully we always talk about you want more off-throttle time. Hopefully these things are harder to drive, so these guys got to spend time off-throttle. Um, hopefully they get the PJ1 right this time. I've seen where they said they're going to change the how they apply it. So last year, turn one was useless. I don't know who – that was not a good idea. But, uh, yeah, like we said, hopefully just these things are harder to drive, hopefully, and, and we see off-throttle time, and, and that will produce a better racing. I mean, we've, we've got to nail this because it's got to be right when we come back in November for the championship race. Yeah, for sure. Off the wall topic: Dunkin' Donuts is now selling a bag of bacon on its menu. I think it's here. You have. Is that what <laughs> I did not see that on the menu, and that sounds <laughs> awful right now. Uh, will this become your go-to food snack, or is there another fast food item that's your go-to food snack? You tell us. Why don't you answer this question? 
Why does it sound bad, Casey? Protein, like meat oh, right yeah. now. I, I just about can't that. do really? it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even look at it. I, I I went to Red Rocks last night, and I asked for chicken to try and eat it, and I had to put it on the other side of the table. All protein, just everything. Um, Fish? Eggs, I try and cook eggs like myself. I can't do it, but if I go to Dunkin' Donuts, hmm. I can eat it. Maybe you should try like Spam or something. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think that will help me. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, so next time you need boy. a snack, are you going to get the bag of bacon or is there something else? I might grab. leave from here and get a bag of bacon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I fun don't fact, that. get the rewards program. If you go there a lot, you can get free how deals. Many, how, <laughs> many, how many days a week do you go to Dunkin' Donuts right now? Uh, I've been limiting it. To six. Two. <laughs> Why? Like two to three. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want to spend a lot of money. It can't be that much money. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. What? You don't want to spend a lot of money. You're talking about what? Three dollars? Four dollars for a egg sandwich? Yeah, but sandwich? then I, I also really like Wendy's. <laughs> so I have to balance I it I love out. Wendy's. So that's what? And I go to Clean Juice. That's Seven dollars a day? Clean Juice is probably about 15. I know, but that's where I get my like greens. Oh. <sighs> I have to start eating, like cooking more, but I just have no energy. Just go get what you want. What's your? I don't. I don't see you being a like a big fast food guy. You got a? Uh, not a lot. You got a fast food snack you like? Chick fil A. I mean, Chick fil A is good. I really like Dario. I don't think what? I've ever had Dario. What is Dario is good. I've seen it, but I don't think I've ever been there. One. I like it. It's uh on the. It's just I don't even know, man. It's like a Culver's, maybe something similar to that. And they're putting the Culver's in here too. So I saw that's one. There's one. Is it by? Oh, it's over there by the Costco, right? The new. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a cook at home type guy more Me often too. than not. So what about you, Freddie? I don't know. Uh, Wendy's spicy nuggets are probably my. Uh, if I'm just getting some quick, I'm a big fan of those. Cookout. Cookout. I love cookout. Cookout's, so, cookout's great so because it's cheap. like three in the morning too. Uh-huh. Like it's always open. You get yeah. the chicken nuggets for like a dollar. Not that I'm up at three. It's in like the morning. five chicken Every. nuggets for a dollar or something. Yeah. It really. You ever have it? Cookout. The cookout. I might Milkshakes. need to chicken nuggets oh, from there. So they're God. literally, and they're little, the crispy ones too. That's so good. They got, well, what is a corn dog? Damn, Herman Dillner turned me on to corn dogs at cookout. They're great. They're like two bucks. Everything, everything everything's cheap, there like man. two bucks. Their milkshakes are solid. Cheese bites. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the cookout. I'm going to cookout. Jason, yeah, what's it. your go to? Uh, Chick fil A. Right anything Chick fil A. But you did mention Wendy's. And yesterday when uh, Denny Gantz Larson hit the wall and they saw like a show to replay of that, they went straight to a commercial for Wendy's, like breakfast or something. So you see the McDonald's car crashing, then it's a Wendy's commercial. I'm actually impressed. Their move? social media is impressive. So I feel like they would have tweeted something. Yeah, that would be funny did if they you, catch uh, a hold of that. Did you see the video they posted last night? Yeah. Denny and him. Yeah. I. I'd be a little more upset if I was Kyle. Yeah, I, think. <laughs> I would be too, man. And it's not like this is the first like hey, we got run into the wall at Martinsville. The, the same thing almost happened to us. Uh, who was it? Bell, I think it was. Like, I just want to know what would happen if it got reversed. Yeah, so no, no chance he'd be laughing at the grocery store. I don't think. No, but it's you know it's funny to see them laughing about it and yeah. stuff. It was a funny video. Yeah, Larson hit hard. I couldn't believe he wasn't worse than he was. I know. I mean, I looked one. I didn't think it was that hard. When I saw the replay, I was like, oh, ouch. So, interesting. Ask DBC. Send in your questions 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag AskDBC. First question is from sbowen81. If a driver asks you to tell another driver something, how often do you actually do it? And do they ask later if you did? TJ. I just all depends on the situation and scenario. I mean, you don't run and tell another spotter. If, I mean, a lot of times, some of these drivers get mad quick. And you're not going to go tell another guy that. I mean, it's not worth it. Well, what's, what's it going to solve? You know what I mean? Um, but if there's something, you know, going on uh, that can that you see something on their car they might not know about, um, tire rubs, you know, you'll help them out. You'll try to let them know, hey, you're leaking. Hey, this is happening. Um, you uh, When you do it, when you do deliver the message, you, you oftentimes just tell the driver, hey, message delivered, something like that, if you deliver it. So I would say most drivers don't really do that much anymore. Yeah, I would say 100% of the time I walk down to the other spotter, but – that's because you guys are looking with binoculars. 95% <laughs> of the time, we do not talk about anything that I was talking about on the radio a minute ago. It's just, yeah, like you guys are looking and say, go tell them this. So you go down there, hey, 
What'd you have for dinner last night? Right. Yeah. I know this that you're like. Well, yeah, they look like somebody got called out for it one time, like, hey, go tell him this. And he's like, all right, I told him. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't move. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're always like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go talk to him. So, so they, they actually will check, like, if they can see yeah. far enough like, up Especially normally, if it's like a crew chief, like the crew chief yeah. sitting on the box. Oh, yeah. We, you normally have a guy on pit wall at, at ready with binoculars at some point in case you get some damage or something. They want to look at the left sides. Hey, my left side tires up. They're kind of ready. So you know when they say, hey, go tell this guy. You know, I've actually looked down there this in the last year or so, and I saw our, uh, the, the interior guy that we had at the time, and I saw him with binoculars looking up at me. I'm like, little <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. like and TJ said, it's case by case. Yesterday, uh, 88's checked out leading, and it was coming down the other stage, and we're – we're going to be within a lap or two of getting lapped. And uh, crew chief Jerry's like, hey, man, that's another Chevy. You think we can go down there and talk to him uh, about, you know, maybe not trying to pass us? And I said, yeah, not that Chevy because <laughs> I don't think they like each other very much. So uh, that's not going to work out this time. But so, you know, like, you know, that's not worth it. But like if it was like Blaney, if Blaney was leading, I'd probably go say something to Josh like, hey, maybe you can help me out here because of the fact that it's their boyfriend and girlfriend. So, um, but I mean, like people, you do help each other out yeah. at times. I've seen Kyle lift for. Teammates Kyle's a bunch. for us a couple times. Yeah. You know, yeah, not even teammate. Like it's you know just because you never it. know when you're going to need a favor back from that guy. Yeah, and if you can make his race a little bit better at certain points, I mean, sometimes it pays off later. Yeah, absolutely. Truex was having Clayton Hughes run up and down the spotter stand yesterday because he was yelling at everybody. Truex, and Fox kept playing. When it on did the he broadcast. become? The man that Why? does not want to race. Uh, so anyway. someone tweeted me and asked me if he come and say anything to me. We only saw him for like one lap, and he passes and was gone. He was, uh, from what I read back on Twitter last night, he was a disaster. The whole race screaming. He told um, the eleven and twenty to kiss his ass. Like, like, like. When did he become the guy that doesn't want to race anymore? Like, wh- he, all he does is about lap cars or guys racing him too hard. Like, just get over it. It's a, I mean, it's tell- a race. We race people hard, and Joey never says a thing. You have to race people hard with this package. That's, you I mean, he absolutely never, have to. He never says a thing about anybody racing him hard, keeping the, getting on your quarter. No, because he, he never, knows that he's going to do it, too. He like, never says a thing about Bubba, it. Bubba's the same way. Bubba's like, he, like he's one of the hardest guys to pass just because of the fact that he's like just fast enough to like hang on your quarter or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and, and so like when the, the shoe's on the other foot, you can't say nothing because you do the same thing. So, But with this package, you have to race like that. The only time I went. I've moved in the last to help with lappers like that when you know it's going to matter was uh, Homestead in 18. Yeah. When you were just, hey, man, I mean, we're running the last yeah. 10 laps of the race, we're running for a championship. Yeah. But other than that, I mean. And, and a lot of times, like, unless you, like, a lot of the guys Did you hear know any what's of it, Jason? On. Yeah, I actually got the clip right here. I'll play it. Here's Martin Truex. Go to 22. I should have wrecked him. Next time I will. Uh, yes, sir. I don't know. I watched, like, I saw that clip and it was. I don't know if the video wasn't synced up to the audio right, but I didn't see anything. Like, I have no idea what he's even talking about. <laughs> we literally saw him for about a lap, and that like I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, I, the clip showed nothing that you did wrong. So unless the clip wasn't synced up, I don't up even right remember the like, audio. passing him back when he had a run. Or like, did you see anything, Jason? No, it just looks like y'all were racing each other. Then he pulled away, so I'm not sure exactly. Oh, sorry. Damn it. What, was it under Why yellow or racing? something? Was it under yellow? No, it was. It oh, like oh we were racing. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's Speaking of under yellow, how about NASCAR announcing that Kyle did nothing wrong last week when he ran he ran by us at 150 and miles an hour? Uh, a lot of people tagged us in that in that too. Yeah, it it made I, me nervous. I got worried because Bubba had just like Bubba was pulling up to like congratulate Joey. Uh, yeah, that's right. At the same about. time, like I was well, I heard he was going to move him up into Kyle because Kyle was hauling ass around the top. That's I was worried. That's and I couldn't say anything because Joey was talking. Yeah, that's what I was worried. But about. I couldn't believe like that they just. Like, just yeah. ignore it. If you're going to say something, just ignore it, because that makes you look bad when you say that's not a big deal, because it yeah. could have been a really big deal. Yeah. What? You know what else bothers me about that clip? The the audio? Yes. Clayton is, agreeing with him? Is the fact that someone's sitting there, I'm tired of that. We haven't even barely even seen you this year. Even I mean, what what are we doing wrong? What are you tired of? And here's where here's where I get, a, I get frustrated, because, like, obviously, I, I didn't see anything there, obviously. Did you see... The Gibbs cars racing each other. I think that well later in the race he about them too. They were racing hard in the beginning because yeah. they were all near each other. I mean, this is before we even this is before us for sure. They were racing hard almost. I mean, a couple of them had to lift out of four a couple of times because they were going to put each other in the wall. They were racing so hard. I, what what did I'm just curious on? 
what you're tired of. What yeah, we, well, you know what I mean? Like, like the thing that bothers me is like stoking the fire because yes. when he gets mad, instead of Clayton being like just ten four, like let it go. Yeah, ten four. I'm tired of that too. Like, what are you talking about? Like. I, you're, I, now you're stoking the fire, so where he's going to be even more fired up the next time this happens. Or I really or don't whatever. even know. What, I mean, I really have no idea. We were literally saw him for about a lap and a half, and he passed us. And I just, I just feel like our job is to probably to try and defuse the situation more than than escalate it. You know what I mean? And and there's no reason to like. You can just say ten. Like if Bubba gets mad and something like that, I'll just ten four. Whatever, I'll make a joke. Like you didn't try to escalate he, it at Watkins Glen. He made a. I did not say a word to Watkins Glen. I was good. Um, <laughs> He made a joke. He said something about David Reagan, like a couple. You know, Reagan ran him hard for a couple laps or something. He's like, "Damn, what an!" Ass. And I was like, "I don't know. He's always been nice to me. Like, like, but that's what you like. Just try to get him to laugh. You know, try to get the situation lighter. Where yeah. you know, like, get him focused back on what he's doing. It only takes but, when Joey when he does get angry, which is very rare. It's like, hey man, that's you know, it's focus forward. Yeah, man. It's what not, it is. Get over. Yeah, it. I mean, it's not worth knocking your fender in and pitting here. I mean, what? what that's a donut. I was glad that was a chair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was a chair. You okay? That we know of. <laughs> All right. Just go on. That, that just makes me mad, but whatever. Yeah. Not well, you're right. I'd be guy. mad, too. <laughs> Not you. Not you. Not you and your, what did you have for dinner, beans? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next question is from Tim Leonard. Uh, with Chase and Larson both entering the bounty against Bush, who is your pick and Why? Or if you had to pick a different driver than those two, who would it be and why? TJ. I think Chase ran Atlanta last year in the trucks. It was recently. I don't know if it was last year, but it was recently. So, and Kyle's and, Lar- and Larson's running Homestead? Yes. I like that. I, I like, I I like see Kyle. Homestead. Oh, yeah. I see Kyle dominating at Homestead. I don't know if I see him dominating, but I Ky- see him Kyle being Bush really strong. Kyle dominating I mean, Homestead. Larson, Larson will be there. He, but fast. he's so good there. If it, it turns into a long run. If it turns into a long run, Kyle Larson will be a factor at Homestead. I think. Yes, one hundred percent. Who? I I I, I got to go back and look. I think Bubba was the last person to beat Kyle. Uh, we ran Michigan. We won Michigan in a uh, in Huffman's truck, and he Kyle's finished second or third. And I don't know if anybody else like I guess Cup guys. You know, Bubba was just starting in the forty three then. But um, yeah, one hundred percent Larson at at the the last time we ran trucks. It was us and Larson ripping the wall at Homestead, like, I don't know, 2015 or something like that. So I know Kyle can get up there and rip the wall, and and he'll be hauling ass. But, I mean, there's a reason why there's a bounty, and it's because this guy is really, really good, and he's going to be even better now that he's got to be focused on this. So the one thing I don't agree with, I see a lot of people talking about, Dillner's one of them, so he, he might jump on me here, but, like, the bounty for the regulars. If he jumps on you, it'll be a, it'll be a heavyweight battle. But the bounty for the regulars, there's a reason. The reason why there is a bounty is because the regulars can't beat them. So the, the the this argument that the bounty should be out there because you know these guys should be available. They've been available for the last two years to beat them, and they can't do it. So that's why the, there's a reason why Kevin started this bounty. And now it's great that uh, Chris Larson from Hallmark Racing has now put up money for a regular to beat them too. But yeah. but what Kevin's trying to do is promote. The truck series by getting names to go down there and race, and and it's going to work. It's going to have you're going to have two of the biggest names in our sport. I down think there it's awesome. And Chase and Kyle. So, but like I just I just disagree with a lot of people that said, oh this should be open to everybody. No, it shouldn't. They've had chances to beat them. They can't do it. So now there's a bounty for somebody else to go beat them. I think it's awesome. Anytime there's a bounty, I've started seeing people tweeting old posters and stuff on bounties and stuff, which is cool. I mean, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and and when and me and Brett talked about this a lot. And I'm sure he'd be pissed at me if I didn't bring this up. But like, this is this is an opportunity. That the tracks are missing out on, like this should yeah. be something the tracks did, not Kevin Harvick, like the, the like Homestead, you know, Atlanta, wherever these next four races are, he's running. This should have been something that these guys, you know, uh, where is it? It's what is it? Atlanta, Kansas, Homestead, Homestead Kansas. and somewhere else. I don't know what the fourth one is, oh. but like this is something they should have promoted. They should have done this. They should have had you know some kind of promotion around yeah. it. They, and, and, and they got, are now, yeah. Now they are after Kevin yep. already did it. But. Um, but honestly, from a marketing, marketing perspective, I see, like, I think the sponsor, like, I feel like there's so much that you can do, especially to get the fans involved. Because oh. this is what the series needs. I mean, this is similar, like, I would say the Triple Truck Challenge does a great job of that, but that's just, you know, a few races. And Xfinity for Dash for Cash, like, those are those events that really, like, where there's competition. But this bounty. They stand out, though. Yeah. I think that, um, and I, I actually heard, I think there's one more cup driver being entered. I don't know who it is yet, and they haven't announced it, but hmm. um, it should be interesting to, what? What do you got, rumors? Yeah, what do you know? Uh, somebody tweeted it. I actually don't know. It, they tweeted, like, three 
three cup drivers entered, and then I think they forgot. They didn't realize that one hadn't been. Oh, so um, it's just a secret. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. I was hoping I won a bounty one time racing late models. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, you know who I wanted on? Frank Denny. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> Motor Mile. $500 Frank bounty. Frank Denny's currently the spotter for Stenhouse, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were, he had... Dominated motor mile. Oh, he 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 was really he good won everything mile. in the yeah, late he miles. He was national champion yeah. type contender every year. Uh, I did wreck him one time and took him <laughs> out of it. Um, I went up there for it was like five hundred bucks on him. Like let's just go up there and I think I ran. I won the race. Hamlin fin- Denny finished second and Frank finished third. Yeah. So we took the money. Sweet. You beat Denny in a race. I did. Denny had one of, three I'm, plug wires yeah. off, but it's fine. He uh, one of those ten thousands. <laughs> <laughs> one of his ten thousand. One starts. of those ten thousand. <laughs> the um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Denny was. Uh, let me tell you, like, you everyone has an opinion on these guys, but me, I've got along with Denny, running late models a lot. Me and him became pretty good friends in late models, and he was really good. He was really good in late models. Him and McFarlane were, and Frank Denny were. Like they won, he won like twenty five races a year in late miles. Yeah, so it's crazy. But uh, definitely, when you beat somebody like Denny, it was at a late mile back then. It was you were doing something, so it was fun running against them. Last one is from R Poor Twenty Four. The fan cancel sur- survey caused a craze on Twitter with car number location graphic. As a spotter, does the number location? And size help y'all in any way. And as a fan, where should the number location be? Let me tell you where it doesn't matter, and that's the roof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody, you never look at your roof number. I can't even tell got, you. That's that's not true for me, but go ahead. I mean, I, I've never looked at a roof number and been like, where's my car at? Here's my roof number. So I have the pleasure of working for Richard Petty, who can't see anything. So he makes them have a day glow fluorescent orange roof number on the forty three yeah. every week. And I bet it, it. I do. It I do know me that. Pick that car out a lot because different yeah. paint schemes well, stuff. But but other than that, like I really don't care with it. Like it can be wherever it wants as long as it's day glow orange. Dale Junior's <laughs> Dale Junior's tweet was accurate though. He responded responded to that and said, "There's only two options that should be on that deal." And they were both on. One was the sponsor really big on the door with the with the number back by the tire, and I think the second one was maybe with the number behind the tire. And the sponsor on the door, but the number was pretty big and legible on the side of the car. So I just, I'm just kind of a purist. I like the number where it's at. I mean, you can move it back towards the rear. Like I'd be fine if you took it and moved it back, but kept Did it you in see front of the rear wheel. I didn't see it. Yeah, um, I'd be fine with probably one. That's probably the first one you're talking about, where you move it back on the door, but it's still on the door. Yeah, Dell Junior said the top two would be the best two, top right two. Yeah, like these two right here. Yep, those two. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm fine with move, like making the sponsor big from the quarter panel. I mean, from the fender. I actually think it door. might be a good idea to have a big sponsor on the side of the car yeah. like that, and then the number in the back of it, or traditional style right now. But yeah, I guess it it just like the numbers have always been in the same spot, right? It's just well, it's always. I just I just yeah, don't I want them to come off the door. Dear God, do not put them on the quarter panel. Don't like just leave yeah. them on the door. I think in the, the back of the door in the middle of the door are the best spots. Yeah, one hundred percent. Delete the rest. But yeah, this, but as far as that, I don't think that really matters to us as much. Like, paint. You're looking for your paint scheme more than your number. Most there's of the a time. couple times that when you're trying to like, what car is that again? You're looking for a number then, uh, then you match it up. But that's not very often. Yep. All right. All those questions will receive an asked or a DBC offer pad T-shirt. I will be in contact with y'all, and then we'll give an Apple Podcast review or a shirt as well. I think TJ will like this review, especially the last line. Uh, from Striker Hawk, he said, "This is by far the best podcast out there for NASCAR fans. These guys explain things I never understood before, all while having fun and, of course, picking on Casey. Better than the Dale Junior download any day." Mm. You agree with that, TJ? Yeah, look at Donor's face. Did That's you, the best part. When about did it. you start calling yourself Striker Hawk? Said this. Is said that, this is better than the Dale <laughs> Junior download. <laughs> yep. So Striker Hawk, send me a message on Twitter at Hey Jason Schultz, and I'll get your 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 T-shirt. And also retweet the Dirty Mo DBC show tweet every week, and we'll randomly pick a retweeter for a T-shirt as well. Anything we're gonna rant about? Yeah, I think we've already ranted. You I got, got one? one rant. Yes. Uh, and we, it's, I think I've said this ran on here 27 times, and I'm going to say it 28. Uh, please don't tell me it's about lap cars again. Nope. Okay, Not about good. lap cars. That was 28 times. That was 28 <laughs> times for that one. Mine now is cautions. Like, why do we have different regulate? Like, somebody blew up. Who? 95 blows up, smoking on the apron. No caution. I'm great with that because there was a need for a caution. Clint gets a flat, goes up the hill, 
still rolling fine, a little bit of smoke, and we got a yellow. Like, immediately. But do you think it was debris? In the middle of like, in the middle mm, of a pit cycle. They weren't sure about debris it, because it oh, was a tire compared so to an engine. I see what happened here. This, oh, is, yeah. this is the caution to be. This, yes. So you should have went down there and kicked Brett. And- <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get to him, luckily. But uh, I was going to. But, like, you know, it's just stuff that, like, especially that where it's, it's changing the race yeah. for a lot of people, not just me. It does. But, it does but, affect I mean, a lot of things. But, I mean, if I would, like, in that situation, if you're not 100% sure there's debris out there, you can't throw that caution. I mean, yeah. if you see debris, by all means, throw it. You know, you, you need to have, if there's any debris out there, obviously we have to have a caution. But, like, I, I don't, it just it seemed like it came out immediately before they can even start looking for debris. Like, he rolled through one and two, and caution was immediately out. So, I don't know. It's just annoying. You know, like, I will say, though, that he blew the tire and went down, went up the racetrack, and he was still in the middle of the track, kind of. I don't know what was coming behind him. I'm not sure. I, was right I think him. there were cars yeah. trying, like he was trying to get down, but there were still cars yeah, he that was, he was trying to get out of the way. He, so I can maybe. see if there he was, was but I've safe. seen, I've seen, and that's, this is the widest racetrack we basically race on. I've seen guys stay up by the wall and turn down real late, you know, but. There was, so there was, he was like. He had the whole back stretch. He was like 20 cars ahead of me. There was one car in between us. So he went up the hill. The one car went underneath him. And then I told Brett, I told uh, Bubba, I said, watch, he's going to cross at the bottom. And he crossed at the bottom and we went around him. No trouble, and the yellow was out by the time. So the only thing I can say is I don't know when the yellow came out, where he was exactly when the yellow came out. He but was, the difference to me between the 95 and Clint was. 95 was one, right on the apron. Well, one of them's on the apron below the yellow line, and one of them's in the racing groove. Yeah, I know. So I, I know it sucks if you get caught at the wrong time, for sure. Frustrating. I have a quick rant, not really a rant. <laughs> hey, what? Tom but Brady's s- leaving. Uh, that could happen soon. Oh, but boy. Some DBC fans brought to my attention that Canada hasn't had White Claw. They just re- re- uh, recently released it to Canada. Is there other things that Canadians don't have that Americans have? Like Yeah, Jason Schultz. Yeah, that's true. But like they haven't had a White Claw until now. It's, I mean, White Claw's been out for how years. How do they survive? I know. Exactly. I don't I don't know. I'm just uh, glad that they got rid of the White Claw shortage because that was a thing for a while. Yes. Well, that's because Jason was going hard. <laughs> I know. Jason's back in his pantry. Col- back in his college days, he was running hard. He exactly. had to clean out the... Uh... His pantry's filled up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't have a pick from... I have Brett's pick. Oh, you have Brett's pick. Okay, good. He didn't trust you at this time, so he gave it to me. That's good. <laughs> I couldn't trust myself. So t- who won? Oh. Uh, so uh, after Fontana, Brett took a 2-1 lead by picking Joey Logano over TJ's pick of Ross Chastain. Going Phoenix. TJ, you're up first. Ah, man. So, hmm, I'll roll with Kyle. All right. He will take Kevin Harvick. That's a really off-the-wall pick for there. He's he's not bad I mean, all, to be 2-1, to one, look at my picks compared to him. I know. I, the one week you beat him, didn't you? Who was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, Matt. That was last week. Matt beat yep. uh, Kyle. That was a big one. Yep. So that's like Kyle's one you go with and banking on winning. Yeah. Oh, you He's have swinging to. for the fence early. You have to. All right, He's we're headed to, to Phoenix. What can we expect this weekend? Nobody knows. Know. Yeah, nobody yeah, knows. We'll find out we when we get there. Are you going? I'm not. My stretch of travel starts in Atlanta. Well, we can expect you to be frequenting Dunkin' Donuts in Mooresville or Huntersville. You got any? Don't you worry. No, Brad's racing, right? The Xfinity cars running this week? Yeah. The second one? Yeah. I think so. I don't have it. Y- yes. I got Xfinity card this week again, old David Starr. The legend. Bob Menry says David Starr is a legend. The legend. <laughs> that's what he was. That's what he was Instagramming, which was kind of cool as well. Seeing what is he like an Instagram influencer, comedian. YouTube. He's influencer. the one that he's the one that does like the the voiceover, voiceover right? yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of cool to see him there, even tweeting about even like David Starr and him and having a seemed like a pretty good time at the race. So uh, there's a lot of celebrities out there. We had. Um, Omar Epps was on our pit box, and he, they said he was super into the race. He had his whole family there. It's, it's just cool to see that people from that kind of world come out and, and, and take a liking to what we got going on. Yeah. The only, hopefully they got a, had a good view down there because our view, Fontana is nuts on restarts and stuff now. So yeah, it is ridiculous. And um, it's all about timing. Time you run wrong, you got three of them passing you, yeah, and oh yeah. you can't stop if you, them all. If you, have to stop, if you have to check up or lift for a second, it's over. Yeah, we – we had to lift one time out of four, and here they come. So, yeah, it's a good racetrack, though. I love going to Fontana. The racing there is good. I really enjoy the racing. Yeah. The, the surface, I've seen a lot of people asking about what the, why the tires wore out, and uh, it's just that surface. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we talk about tires getting worn, but that's that's just a product of the bracing. You know, the racing is better because yeah. 
the tires that do That's what out. Michigan used to be. Yeah, until they paved it every yep. other year. So, all right, we'll go to Phoenix and see how we do and uh, be back in here uh, Monday. Casey will be having her Dunkin' Donuts. and Probably. Jason will be messing up quotes and stuff. And unfortunately, and... Brett will be back. Sorry. Well, we can hope. Yeah, yeah. you never know. He's hope. already, what, he's missed? Is this For his first time For a third consecutive missed? trip, maybe there'll be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already missed a show when we're only like three in, so... And he's missing it because he is. Uh, yeah, what's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. Partying out in uh, there's, yeah. Phoenix. I, I feel like he usually really... he usually either goes to Phoenix early or stays out there late. Well, mm-hmm. um, I know Blake's playing out there this week. So that's probably what he's doing. I would imagine. Probably. All right. Well, we'll some uh, of us have responsibilities, so work. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Please. Don't forget to comment, like, share, talk all about how great we are. Yeah, we'll be recording at 9.30 Monday. So if you want to, like, send some Uber Eats for Casey. Yeah. Dunkin' she Donuts. She likes egg eggs sandwiches. Only. Yeah. The rest egg of us like cheese. Chick-fil-A. Egg, egg and, and cheese. cheese. Yeah, and if you really want to be Wendy's, nice. I'll accept Wendy's, clean juice, Papa John's, anything at this point. <laughs> Good <laughs> Papa Lord. John's? Yeah, oh, she's yeah. had a Papa John's thing going on. I don't on. know why, but it's worked well. And my poor <laughs> bank account is really struggling, so... Damn, Chad, stuff up. <laughs> Could really help. Didn't you get married? Yes. He's paying for half. He's a... What? Yeah, I mean, your account? I mean, isn't like your, well, your guys' account? I'm not used account? to spending this much on food. Oh, my gosh, Casey. Why do you buy diapers? Okay, Oof. let's not get and baby ahead of ourselves food. here. We still Jeez. have some time. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Holla. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.